when you think of Christmas, I wonder who do you think Christmas is for? So often we hear that Christmas is for the children, that it's all about the children at Christmas. And sometimes people lament that their children have grown up and they've lost the magic of Christmas. That is, of course, until the grandchildren come along. Of course, we all love to see children enjoying Christmas, don't we? But is that all that Christmas is about? Is Christmas only for the children? I think if we think this, then we've very much misunderstood truly the Christmas message. Now, this morning we think about the next part of our series in Luke chapter 2 and verses 10 to 11. And we think about the good news that will bring great joy being for the children. Well, that's what it said in the passage, wasn't it? Of course it wasn't. It's good news of great joy that will be for all the people. All the people. All the people, not just the children, not just some people, not just the the rich people. All the people. And that's what I want to have a think about today. Now, the first thing I want to think about today is, again, the context of these couple of verses in Luke's gospel. You see, remember who the angel is speaking to here. It's some shepherds out on Bethlehem's plain looking after their sheep. And remember here that the shepherds were were low down in society. They were looked down on. They were they were smelly. They were you know just left of their own devices. They were looked down on. And yet, they were the ones that were chosen to receive the message from the angel. They were, were the ones that were chosen to be the first visitors to Jesus. And if you think about the whole Advent story, the whole nativity story, who is it that God tends to use or, or tends to speak to? It tends to be the lowly, tends to be the downtrodden. Think of Elizabeth and Zechariah, an older couple without children, beyond childbearing years, and yet God gives them a child, John the Baptist. Think of Mary, a young teenager most likely, of no particular standing, who lived in Nazareth in Galilee, a town of little importance. And then, of course, we have these shepherds looked down on in society. And of course, Jesus himself, even though he is the very son of God, was not born in a palace or even in a a guest bedroom. He's born in the place where the animals were kept and placed, not in a nice cot, but placed in a feeding trough. Now, that's not to say that all the visitors to Jesus were lowly or poor, because we know that probably after six months after Jesus was born, that he was visited by the Magi, the Magi, the wise men, who were clearly men of means. And so what I want you to see throughout this story is that Jesus didn't just come for the elite. He didn't just come for a select group. He came for all the people, all the people. Of course, Jesus came as a Jew. He was the Jewish Messiah. And of course, we see this clearly in our reading, don't we, from Isaiah. 
Because here, into the nation of Israel, a land in deep darkness, Jesus has come as a light. And he will reign on David's throne forever. So Jesus is for the people of Israel. He is the Messiah that they have been waiting for so many years for. But he's also much more than that. Because as John's gospel says in chapter one, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And we see that although Jesus had come as the the Messiah to the Jews, that this was extended to the non-Jews as well. Because Jesus is for everyone. And of course, there is nowhere that this is more apparent than in the life of Jesus himself. A few years ago, I came across the idea that someone had had to read through Luke's gospel during Advent. And it, it works really, really well. And if you haven't done it this year, then try it next year, because Luke's gospel has 24 chapters. And so you can read one chapter a day, and it's wonderful. Something that I've been doing myself this year, reading through Luke's gospel, and it's in reading through the gospel that you cannot help but notice the people that Jesus spends time with. He spends time with tax collectors. He spends time with those who are known as sinners. And it's so noticeable that Jesus is spending his time with these kind of people that the Pharisees and the teachers of the law are constantly complaining. They keep saying, see that Jesus, he spends time with sinners. And if you think about it, Jesus calls fishermen. He calls tax collectors. He calls zealots to to follow him and to be his disciples. And even more amazingly, as you look at Luke's gospel, he heals even Gentiles. You see, Jesus, the Messiah, has come not only for Israel, He has come for the world, that anyone and everyone who believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus truly is for all the people. And so what I want you to say to you today is it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter if you have a past. It doesn't matter what mistakes you've made in your life. It doesn't matter your age, whether you're young or old. Jesus is the saviour that you need. He is God's gift of love to you. Because before, there was only darkness. There was only brokenness. There was no forgiveness or hope. But then Jesus came, the light of the world. The light shining in the darkness that the darkness will never overcome. And he came for you. You see, this story, this nativity story, is personal. As I said at the beginning, Christmas is not just for children. But it is for the childlike. Now, don't misunderstand me here. I'm not saying childish here that it's for the childish. I'm saying it's for the childlike. Because in Luke chapter 18, Jesus, as children are brought to him for a blessing, says this. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God 
like a little child, will never enter it. Now, what does that mean? Well, I think that some people, when they hear the message of the gospel, they think that message is, is beneath them. Or they try and make it more intellectual. Or, or they try to, to earn their way with God, saying, it surely can't be this way. It can't be that Jesus has come in the wor- into the world to do that and to die on the cross. Try to intellectualize it. Whereas the message of Christmas is Jesus has come. And the reason that Jesus has come into the world is because none of us are good enough before a holy God. None of us are perfect. We all need forgiveness. We all need saved from God's wrath. But though God is so holy and so awesome, he's also so loving. So loving, compassionate, and gracious. That's why he sent Jesus into the world. If God didn't care for us, if he didn't care for the brokenness in the world, he wouldn't have sent Jesus. But Jesus came. He came willingly, the very Son of God, taking on human flesh, a Savior who is for all the people, for all those who believe. And like a little child, all we have to do is to receive Jesus and to enter the kingdom of God. Now, I don't know about you, but in my, in my natural self, the fact that Jesus came offends my pride. Because in my natural self, I want to be good enough. I want to save myself. But the fact is that none of us are good enough. As it says in Romans, there is no one righteous, not even one. None of us is good enough. But then Jesus came for all of us. And that's the point, isn't it? Because Jesus came into the world, the greatest gift of all. He is for the whole world, for everyone who believes. So as we think again on these verses today, let's not miss that this message about being for all people is for us. But secondly, let's not think that anyone is beyond the reach of Jesus. Sometimes, especially at Christmas, we might think of inviting someone to a Christmas service. And that's a wonderful thing to do. I would encourage you to do that if you're able. But sometimes in, our, in the back of our mind, we say, you know, we think to ourselves, I wouldn't invite that certain person because there's no way that they would respond to the gospel. They're just not, not interested at all. But no one's beyond the reach of Jesus. It doesn't matter who we are. doesn't matter where we've come from. doesn't matter what we've done in our life. Jesus is for us. He is for everyone who will repent and believe. The angel says this to the shepherds. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. With childlike faith, may you know that this Savior Jesus is for you. May you know God's love 
in Jesus. And may you put your faith and trust in Jesus this day. Shall we just pray together? Let's pray. Loving Lord God, we thank you for this message. And we thank you for the good news of great joy that Jesus is for all the people. Not just for children, not just for old folks, not just for those somewhere in the middle, not for the elite, but for everyone, for everyone who would believe. Heavenly Father, we ask for forgiveness for those times when we've thought more highly of ourselves than we ought, when we've thought that we don't truly need a saviour. Lord God, may we take a good look at ourselves. May we see that we are imperfect in your sight and that we can never come into your presence for you are a holy God. Lord God, may we recognise our need for a saviour. And may we understand that Jesus has come as that saviour. He has come into the world, Emmanuel, God with us. He has come as the, the son of God. He has come as the sinless saviour, the only one who could pay the price for our sin. And he died on the cross in our place, that we might know forgiveness, that we might know hope, and that we might be seen as righteous in your sight. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your gift of grace. We thank you for your compassion and your mercy. And we pray that we would understand that Jesus is for all people. Lord God, help us this Christmas in whatever way we can to share the good news about Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you that when the shepherds went and they went up to Bethlehem and they saw Jesus, that they couldn't help but share the good news about what they've been told about this child. Heavenly Father, as we are filled with joy this Christmas time, understanding who Jesus is, we pray that out of our very selves, there might be a sense that people would be amazed at this message about Jesus and that we would very naturally share it with others around us. So loving Lord God, hear our prayer today. For we pray these things in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Now, a big thank you for those who've taken part in our service today. We're going to close our service together and we're going to sing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. <laughs>